Greetings, everybody. It's Dr. Sam Byrne, and I'd like to welcome you to another edition of 2020 iTalk. This is a podcast that offers uh, holistic eye care information, information on wellness and health, and I'm so glad to be here today. I am just getting inundated with questions on Facebook, and my goodness, I'm going to have to get a staff of people to keep up with all the needs that are out there with people in terms of their eye health. So I'm going to address a question today from a lady. She lives in New York. And the question is, why am I developing floaters, a cataract, and macular degeneration? My eyes are letting me down. What can I do? Help! (laughs) Oh my. You know, there's something about pain and fear that gets us to, uh, to really take a look at our health. And especially our eyes, when we notice something changes, it gets our attention. So I want to address this lady's question. She's pretty young. She's uh, 64. And she also writes that she has had good health her whole life, uh, good eyesight her whole life, and what's, what's going on. So I'm going to address this uh, question from a little bit different point of view today. I'm going to bring in something called mitochondria. It's kind of a buzzword. Mitochondria are those energy-producing protein organelles that live in every part of our body, especially our retinas. You know, the retina has one of the highest metabolic needs of the body, and the macula has the highest metabolic need of the retina. And the cornea, the lens, and the macula part of the eyeball rely on nutrient uh, absorption indirectly because there are no blood vessels that run through those three uh, areas of the eyeball. And so they're very susceptible to getting free radical damage or oxidative stress. And more and more people are suffering problems with their eyes, and they don't seem to be getting much relief, except that, um, you know, you're offered surgery and pharmaceuticals, which sometimes you need those. But I want to work more from a preventative, proactive place to see if I can, you know, help people understand the mechanism of what it takes to have uh, excellent eye health. So when I bring up the mitochondria, the mitochondria are in, and I'm going to speak specifically in all the cells of the eyes, especially the the retina, the mitochondria actually function to produce energy. And if the mitochondria are not producing enough energy, they begin to uh, die. And when there's less energy produced, then there is the uh, potential of accumulating oxidative stress or free radical damage or metabolic waste. And this is the start of uh, 
neurodegenerative, neurodegenerative diseases, many of which begin in the eyes. And, uh, you know, usually it's a process that's been going on for quite a while, but it reaches a break point where your cells cannot overcome the deterioration that's going on. So in terms of, you know, helping your eyes slow down or reverse this uh, deterioration, if we look at it in terms of how to optimize our mitochondria, I'm going to go through a list of a few things that you could think about. Number one, I think you need to uh, eliminate gluten, dairy, and sugar. I know that's a tough one for people. But really what, what the mitochondria really um, like, what they need are the healthy fats. You know, the fats we get from our avocados, coconut oil, MCT oil. If we do eat seafood, our wild sockeye salmon, that also has astaxanthin in it, uh, which is a very powerful antioxidant. But the healthy fats are something that the mitochondria need. They don't like inflammation. So if you're going to be, you know, eating lots of bread and pasta and, you know, the gluten family, uh, mitochondria do not like inflammation and that actually creates more inflammation not only in the eyes and the body. I would also consider really uh, developing a relationship with those colorful vegetables. I call them phytonutrients. And, you know, it's, it's the part of the vegetable that we throw out. You know, it's the rind, it's the seed, it's the skin. And phytonutrients are packed with antioxidants, but we're getting them through our foods. You know, one example I, I bring into this is that I would recommend... If you can get a Vitamix, that would be so helpful. Because if you make a daily smoothie and you put something in it like ginger root, turmeric root, a little garlic, and then you add maybe kale or spinach, maybe part of a carrot, part of a beet, your avocado seed, actually put the avocado seed in there. That's got a lot of great phytonutrients for cardiovascular health. Then you could add something like kiwis and uh, grapefruit. Um, you know, you could also um, add a little bit of vanilla and maca powder and uh, coconut meat or coconut water. Uh, and then you grind it up. And what a great drink. What a great morning way to get those phytonutrients into your body. I would also consider, you know, the sulfur-rich vegetables. These are the cruciferous vegetables, cauliflower, cabbage, broccoli, Brussels sprouts. You know, these sulfur-rich foods, sulfur is, is like this sticky flypaper that attracts free radicals and helps detox them from the body. So when you've got dry eye syndrome or you're developing a cataract or you've got macular degeneration, even glaucoma. The sulfur-rich foods are so important because they support the production of glutathione. And I've talked about glutathione 
on other shows. It's such a potent antioxidant. And the mitochondria love glutathione. Aside from glutathione, here are some other things that I would recommend for you. I think that uh, there's a, an amazing amino acid out there called L-arginine. And L-arginine is a primary precursor for something called nitric oxide. And nitric oxide is a vasodilator means it opens up the blood vessels. And there's actually research out there now that nitric oxide can actually reduce the effects of glaucoma. So L-arginine is something that you can add to your diet. And of course, again, my recommendation would be if you can get L-arginine through your foods, that's a much more effective way to get it into your body. And L-arginine also is uh, really important for mitochondria health. So here is a list of foods that actually contain L-arginine in it. Number one, lentils. Of course, they're a plant source of fiber and protein, but they actually have a really high amount of L-arginine in them. So you could do this in terms of a a really hearty soup. Uh, you could, um, you know, make any kind of a lentil dish, and that would be a way for you to get L-arginine into your body. Chickpeas. So hummus. If you eat hummus, again, another great way to get protein and fiber. It's plant-based. Um, has a really um, high amount of L-arginine in it as well. Some other foods that have uh, L-arginine would be as follows. If you do eat meat, I would get, uh, you know, the organic turkey, organic chicken, um, soybeans is another uh, source of L-arginine, spirulina. So L-arginine is one of those amino acids that um, is really important for our vascular health and also the mitochondria. Another important, uh, I would say, um, antioxidant is something called coenzyme Q10. This is also uh, very highly concentrated in mitochondria. CoQ10 participates in the produ production of ATP, which is what uh, mitochondria produce. So there's a lot of energy packets and a lot of energy that's helping dissolve free radical damage. You know, if you take cholesterol-lowering statin drugs, this actually interferes with the body's own production of CoQ10, and it causes disastrous effects with our major organs like our heart, our liver, and our brain. So that would be another one that I would add to the list. Alpha lipoic acid. This also helps increase mitochondria production. It's a general antioxidant, but it's really good for your eyes. It's really good for uh, the retina of the eyes. Uh, 
Alpha-lipoic acid has been shown to actually help regulate blood sugar level and uh, your weight. So it's another one that I would add to the mix. But in back to this uh, woman's question, and this is probably general, why are we getting more floaters? Why are we getting more um, you know, retinopathies, glaucoma, cataracts, dry eye? I think part of it has to do with we're not producing enough energy in our body from the mitochondria. I would say another factor in improving the mitochondria function is getting at least 30 minutes of natural sunlight every day. You know, there's a real fear about going out and getting uh, natural light, and yet it's so important for our balance in our endocrine system, our nervous system, and even our eye health, that we need natural light. Uh, it stimulates the photoreceptors. It, uh, it increases the energy in our eyes to uh, receive light. If you're concerned about the UV radiation, well, actually we need small dosages of UV light because UV light has been shown to increase our immune system, our cardiovascular health. Um, it's really important for our overall wellness. So moderation is my strategy. So of course, uh, between 10 and five, uh, if you wanna wear a high quality polarized sun lens, do so. But before 10 a.m. and after 5 p.m., get out there. Get the natural sunlight. If you need to, wear a hat. But light is another way to feed the mitochondria. Exercise is another way. Getting at least 20 to 30 minutes of aerobic exercise every day. Has been shown to increase mitochondria function. See, we need to stress our body a little bit. That's really important. Stress is not a negative doesn't have to be a negative. In my vision therapy, physical therapy, eye therapy program, I actually uh, take people away from their familiar ways of seeing. And the farther we move away from our status quo in terms of our eyes, uh, the more energy it produces in the retina. And of course, we do this in a very safe environment. So you're not doing this when you're driving. You're not doing this when you have to write a check. But during the day, when you have the time and you can exercise your eyes, even doing the simple exercises like palming, sunning, swinging, these are all really great for improving the mitochondria function. So there's a correlation between mitochondria health and eye health. I would say that our microbiome, the good bacteria in the gut, is really important because it isn't just in the gut. We actually have an ocular microbiome. And the more we cultivate the good bacteria in our body, this improves our cardiovascular health, our immune system, reduces inflammation, and it improves our eye health. So if you start noticing that your eyes are going downhill, think about your mitochondria and here are ways that you can improve your mitochondria function. And in doing that, you can reverse eye disease. You can reverse deterioration in your eyes even as you get older. So that's my show for today. I want to thank you so much for tuning in and uh, keep 
checking in with me through my Facebook, through my website, Instagram. I love hearing from you. Send me an email. Uh, we are we are making a change in eye care. Okay, until next time, take good care. You're listening to a podcast with Dr. Sam Byrne. To learn more about his seminars and workshops, visit his website, www.drsambyrne.com. The Byrne Method is a trademarked signature of Dr. Sam Byrne for his workshops, seminars, books, and DVDs. The information presented in this podcast is in no way intended as a substitute for receiving professional medical care. The design and purpose for this podcast is to provide information for educational purposes only. Dr. Byrne and his guests have no liability or responsibility to any person or entity for loss, damage, injury caused, or allegedly caused through the information, exercises, suggestions, explorations, or written responses presented in this podcast. Dr. Byrne is not a medical authority and his guests are not qualified to diagnose or treat any disease or health problem. This podcast is not a substitute for medical care. Dr. Byrne's information is only his personal opinion. If you have any health problem, please seek medical care for whatever condition you may have.